welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out hitthatline.com to stream the show live, as well as get great interviews, articles, podcast videos, whatever it is you need to check out dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to do so at hitthatline.com. College football regular season comes to a close. We're going to talk about what it all means. Some coaching carousel news and some potential there for a real hot nugget over with the Auburn Tigers and lots to get to about the Razorbacks. And we'll start right there with Arkansas finishing the regular season 2-10. and 0-8 and in the SEC by losing to Missouri 38-0 to in Columbia. It has finally come to an end, folks. The worst, most embarrassing humiliating, grotesque Razorback football season of all time comes to a close, mercifully. You have heard and listened to this podcast, and those of you who have stuck with me for the whole football season, kudos and power to you. I'm thankful for every one of you because it's been a rough on all of us. You've come listening to this podcast, knowing that your team sucks, knowing that there's really nothing positive to say day in, day out, week in, week out, but you've stuck with me anyway, and I really appreciate it. I just wish that there could have been more to this season to discuss, to have fun with, to be able to feel good about, feel positive about the future of Arkansas football under Chad Morris. But there's not. There's not. The only thing, literally the only thing, that you or I or anyone can point to for Chad Morris and the positive feelings from what has happened this season has been the great recruiting class of 2019, which is yet to sign, mind you, but still, the great recruiting class for next season. That's it. That's it. There's really not a single player on the Razorback football team that I have promise for. Sure, Rakeem Boyd did some good things. Sure, Cheyenne O'Grady wasn't bad. But what else besides that can you even say this player got better as the season went on and I can't wait to see what he does in 2019? You can't. Because it doesn't exist. There's not a single position unit that really improved in general all season long. There's none of that. There wasn't a game that you really felt like Arkansas was in and had a chance to win besides maybe Colorado State and Ole Miss, which I still feel like they should have won, which would have made a difference on the season, no doubt. But besides that, Arkansas was outclassed, outmanned, outgunned in pretty much every stage of the game, no matter who they ended up playing. Zover, finito, pow, gone, over with. So here we are. Here we are with the season coming to an end. Chad Morris getting done with his first official season as the Arkansas Razorback head coach. And I think that there are just as many, if not more, questions that need to be answered than when Chad Morris was even essentially hired. I don't think he should be fired. But he hasn't really done anything for me to see one way or the other whether or not it's going to work out for Chad Morris. I haven't seen anything. And I like Chad Morris, and I'm rooting for him, and I hope he does well. But when I look at the season in general, I don't see anything. I mean, point to me, point out to me what you think is something to hang your hat on. 
what you're excited about, what you thought Chad Morris and this coaching staff did a great job of. And don't give me recruiting. Give me something else. On the field. On the field this season. What did this coaching staff do to make you excited, to make you confident, to make you trust this staff that they're going to get the job done at a high level in Arkansas? Not only was your season terrible, your finish was terrible, and yet, but you had in terrible plays, terrible moments, embarrassing moments. You had the fake fair catch punt return for a touchdown. You had two players colliding into each other against LSU in an embarrassing fashion. You had two of your defensive starters flirting with cheerleaders before a game that became a national story. There was nothing that came good out of this season. Nothing. There was nothing that you could have been proud of. Nothing. And that is about as as bad of a feeling that you can have as a Razorback fan to feel the way you feel right now. Helpless. Hopeless. Embarrassed. Ashamed. You feel like nobody on that field or in some cases not even on the coaching staff, should have the worthiness, the benefit, the pleasure and privilege to wear that Razorback shirt, that Razorback logo, that Razorback uniform, whatever. They don't even have a good reason to wear it. I mean, what what can you say from it all? Where can you go from it all? And for you Razorback fans, I really do feel bad. Because you deserve better than this. You deserve better from of this than the beginning. You deserve better than what you got with Brett Bioma. And the way that this team and staff performed, I mean, you deserve better than any of it. But I don't know really where to... I don't know where to start. I don't know where to go with it. The only thing that you can hope for with Chad Morris is that this current team with all their problems and the individuals who quit gave up didn't show effort weren't disciplined get out of the program quick fast and in a hurry you hope they are just weeded out and gone see ya don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you and you also hope that the new incoming recruits are guys that are energetic fiery passionate gonna go 110 miles an hour go out there and win the game Go out there and represent the state of Arkansas in a fashion that is prideful and proud. That's what you're hoping for. And that really, folks, is your only hope. Because I'm skeptical of what Chad Morris is trying to do. I think he's a great offensive mind. I think he's been successful everywhere he's been. And again, I hope that he's good. I hope that he ends up being really good at what he does at Arkansas. I do. But it's just I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing anything. Now, he can get it going. Everything can change in an offseason. Next year, things if it gets Kelly Bryant, the recruiting class comes in, he makes some pieces work. can all change on a dime. But I just have this gut feeling that it's not going to get any better next season or the year after that or even the year after that. Sure, you may be better than two and ten, zero oh and eight, but four and eight, five and seven, six and six. I mean, doesn't that just seem like light years away? 
Doesn't it seem like it's almost impossible to attain that at this point? Sad, man. Sucks. But that's what you got. That's who you are now. And the question becomes of what do you do with it? Do you turn it around or do you lay down and die? For Chad Moore's sake, he better get it turned around quick, fast, and in a hurry. He better get it turned on a dime. Because Razorback fans, you're passionate. You're strong. You demand excellence. And you won't put up with it. Nor should you. There's a lot of pressure on Chad Morris, more so than ever. There was going to be pressure in year two of Chad Morris, but if Chad Morris would have gone, I don't know, four and eight, five and seven this year, there would have been more pressure, but not to the extent of where it's at now. Because I'm telling you folks, if Arkansas does not make a bowl game next season, Chad Morris is in deep you-know-what. He's in serious trouble. Trouble of not only losing his job, but trouble of the university being in trouble, at least, of losing the fan base. Season tickets going down the toilet. All these new renovations you've done don't mean jack squat if you don't get it turned around. You're going to have a near $200 million renovation to your stadium, an expansion, and all of that, where it's going to be on a good day, 60% full. 70% full. That's dangerous territory we're getting in, folks. That is not something that you or anyone wants. But there is nothing I can say that makes me feel any better about it because of the 2018 season and how bad it was and how embarrassing it was and how shameful it is. You all deserve better. Can Chad Morse deliver better for you next season? Don't know. But you know what? You have no choice but to give him a chance and hope for the best. College football still going on. Still got conference championship games. Still got bowl games coming up. You're all about it, right? And you want to watch it, right? But you're going to be traveling throughout the holidays. We have to watch it on your mobile device. And that's why Sling TV is the best way to watch all of college football. Because because for $30 a month, you get the ESPN Networks, Pac-12 Network, SEC Network, and so much more. You can also stream it on your big screen and all your favorite devices. And Sling TV also gives you the live TV you love only better because they have no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. And this is only for you locked-on listeners. Just go to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com, S-L-I-N-G.com slash locked on for your free seven-day trial. Give it a shot. You won't regret it. I promise you that. Let me know how it goes, and we will make sure that we make college football watching great again with Sling TV. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. What a great weekend it was for college football for many different reasons. One of them being that it was rivalry weekend and we finally got to see how some of these games ended up going, who ended up being great, who ended up really shooting themselves in the foot, some heat, some fights, some brawls, some all the great stuff that you expect out of rivalry weekend. And so let's recap a few of those games 
let's get my thoughts and opinions on it. Okay, so first off, of course, on Thanksgiving, we started with the Egg Bowl. Mississippi State demolishing Ole Miss 35-3. to Ole Miss 5-7, and 1-7 in the SEC. That one win being against Arkansas, which shouldn't have happened. But Mississippi State trounces them, looking good, looking fresh. Congratulations to them, and we'll see what happens with Matt Luke. It's going to be a big one for him. The other big game, in the Big 12 at least, was Oklahoma and West Virginia. Oklahoma squeaks out a victory 59-56. to Holy crap. I mean, just no defense, but so much fun. I can't stop watching. Oklahoma now has put themselves in good position to be in the college football playoff. We'll see what the rankings come out uh, tomorrow. But Oklahoma also has a rematch with Texas for it all, for the Big 12 title. Can't wait to watch that game as well. The Apple Cup, Washington, Washington State. Washington was trying, or excuse me, Washington State was trying to continue on their trek to get into the college football playoff, but they fell short against their rival Washington in a blizzard. 28 to 15, Washington gets the victory. No Mike Leach in the playoff. I hate it for you. Undefeated UCF, number nine in the country. They take care of business against South Florida. 38 to 10, they get the victory. They finish the regular season undefeated. Will they get into the playoff? No. No, they won't. Texas ends up beating Kansas barely, 24 to 17 with a touchdown win there. Good for Texas. Good for Texas. I hope they get smoked by Oklahoma. That's just between me and you, though. Moving on into Saturday's game, the Iron Bowl, Alabama and Auburn, all the pageantry, all the tradition, all the things going on and how great it was. Ended up being a blowout for Alabama, just like we all expected. 52 to 21. First half was close. Alabama took care of business in the second half, scored 35 points in the second half alone. Tua, five touchdown passes, 324 yards passing on 24, five of 32. Give them the Heisman Trophy. It's all done. It's over. Moving on. And I have something to say about Auburn there in the next segment, too. Clemson beat South Carolina 56-35. They finished the regular season undefeated. They will be facing a great opponent, a big opponent in the ACC title game. Oh, it's Pitt. They should probably beat Pitt. But I never want to rule anything out. But So they could be in there. We'll see. But either way, the other team that was in the college football playoff, Notre Dame, USC. Notre Dame barely gets the victory against USC. USC does not go to a bowl game. Five and seven. Notre Dame squeaks it out. 12 and 0 for the Irish. And it looks like they're going to be locking up their spot in the college football playoff. Rightfully so. I don't like Notre Dame, but rightfully so. Now the biggest game of the week. Because all the other games didn't matter. But we'll get to one of them. But as far as the games that matter, Ohio State trounces Michigan. 62 to 39 the most points ever scored on Michigan in this rivalry game it was I mean it wasn't even a contest it was close there for maybe a split second I think at halftime is really where people were thinking it's going to be a setting up for a great second half nah it didn't you know why because Ohio State scored 38 points 38 points in the second half Michigan only mustered 20 there in the fourth quarter College football playoff chances are dashed for the Wolverines. Ohio State now moves themselves into position to possibly take that spot, but they have to face Northwestern in the college, or excuse me, in the Big Ten championship game. So we will see how that goes. Now, that was really the only games that truly mattered as far as the grand scheme of things and all of college football. But the game that I want to talk about and bring up, of course, is AM and LSU. Seven overtimes. This game went to seven. 
Texas A&M gets the victory, 74-72 over LSU. Controversial calls were made. A lot of calls favored Texas A&M throughout not only the end of regulation, but now overtime. We can argue whether or not they were good calls or not. I don't think you can really say one way or the other or feel like LSU got completely screwed because, let's be honest, there were some things that were going on in that game that you just can't call. make those calls. or you, If you do make those calls, you got to stick with them because that's the way that the rule works. But either way, this it kind of pissed me off that this game went to seven overtimes. Because now every time that everyone talks about how the longest game in college football, da 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 da, you're gonna have Arkansas and Kentucky, Arkansas and Ole Miss, and now AM and LSU. They're gonna be right there with you when you get mentioned. So it just sucks. The two teams that you probably hate the most in the SEC, AM and LSU, are the two teams that are gonna get mentioned anytime it gets brought up. So that sucks. And also sucks AM finished eight and four. Finished second in the SEC technically because they do have the tiebreaker over LSU. And it looks like Jimbo Fisher's getting off to a very strong start in his early going. We'll see if he can keep it up. We'll see if they can find a way to get past 8-4 and because, shoot, Kevin Sumlin went 8-4. and four. Can they actually get over that hump? Can they actually get to that 10-win season that they think that they deserve and that they should be capable of? I hope not. I hate the Aggies. I know all of you do too. It's so annoying. I don't know why they even exist, why they're in the SEC, but they're there, they're annoying, and I hate every single one of them. Happy Thanksgiving. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. This is so much fun. I love the coaching carousel. I don't want to see anyone lose their jobs or anything, but I love the coaching carousel because rumor mills get brought up. Everyone's talking about who's doing what, who they're talking to, who's interested, who's not interested, who's getting the pay jump, all this fun stuff. Well, we do know for a fact, though, that Larry Fedora and Cliff Kingsbury at North Carolina and Texas Tech, respectively, were fired. North Carolina already hired their coach. Fired Larry Fedora over the weekend, hired their new coach today on Monday. Mac Brown. You know Mac Brown, right? National championship winning coach from Texas. 67 years old. Been out of the game since 2013. Yeah, that's him. He's the head coach now of North Carolina. Yep. All right. Bull move, Cotton, see how it works out for you. Now, that's not necessarily the biggest storyline, although it is a big one. This actually just happened while I was recording my podcast, so perfect timing, right? This tweet comes from Josh Moon, who's verified on Twitter, so you know he's real. He's a reporter and columnist for ALreporter.com, based out of Montgomery. He says, "Turn this, this is his tweet, turns out, Gus Malzahn's job at Auburn isn't nearly safe as once thought. There is a serious movement among high-powered officials at Auburn to fire him to the point that a replacement has been identified and initial meetings held to gauge interest. Happy Monday. Wow. Malzahn, the $38 million man, which is around how much it would cost to get rid of him. He's apparently not safe and very possibly could be fired because of this, because of this season and how bad it was. Underachieving, mind you. Wow. So if they do, if they do fire Malzahn, who are they? Who's the interest? Who's the replacement? 
People are like, oh, it's Mike Gundy. Oh, why? Why would Mike? If I'm Mike Gundy, would I go to Auburn? Shoot. Who wants the Auburn job? What established head coach of a Power Five program would go to Auburn? I can't think of anyone that would in their right mind do it, unless the money's just ungodly. I wouldn't go. Would you go? Other than just unless you just want to collect a check. Because they'll do that, which may be the reason why people even take this job. Because they'll just, hey, doesn't work out. Give me the buyout. Wow. That's just so stupid. And I hope it works out for Auburn. But I don't know who anyone who's going to hire it. I, I just don't know. I do not know. But anyways, I hope it happens. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the podcast today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. We're also on Spotify, so be able to check it out there. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can also tweet me at Rush John Neighbors, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 